0: What's good, everybody? It's Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. This is Big Baby Jonathan. In today's show, I'm going to be going over the Game 6 tonight versus Milwaukee-Toronto. And also, some Laker talk. Now let's dive into the Game 6, Milwaukee versus Toronto. Who do I think is going to win? I think it's going to go 7. I think Milwaukee is going to make the necessary adjustments down the stretch. Um, they're going to find ways to get to the rim, get to the free throw line, play defense, get out in transition, set screens, dive to the basket. But um, this is the opportunity for Milwaukee to overcome adversity. I know they're the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, but let me ask you this. They were up 2-0 in the Eastern Conference Finals. excuse They had the opportunity to close it out early, 4-0, boom, get to the finals. Now they're 3-2. Baxter against the wall. Let's see what Kumpo is really made of in the adversity situation in the game. I think he's going to overcome adversity. I think it's going to be a good game, but I think Milwaukee's going to pull it out. Milwaukee's going to win 118 to 112. Kumpo's going to have 32 points and 15 rebounds. Chris Milton's going to have 23 points. Eric Bluss is going to have 15 points. And Malcolm Brogdon's going to have 11 points, eight assists, six rebounds, and Brooke Lopez is going to shoot those threes that he's been doing, and Milwaukee's going to win tonight, and it's going to be a game seven, and I like a game seven, and... But here's the thing, though. Toronto's doing a great job of closing the lane on Kupo, so that's what he has to make the adjustment on. He has to find the adjustment that if they close the lane, kick it out to the open shooter, set a screen, get it, he needs to work on his jumper, because if he gets that pick and pop going, it's a wrap. So what I'm saying is, if they... if they find the adjustment, you know, if Toronto is still doing closing the lane, closing the lane, because a lot of times it's Kumpo likes to get to the rim and do that Euro step and they close the lane and they turns the ball over, they get out in transition and score. But what I'm saying is, if Kumpo can find a way to set a screen, pick and pop, and if they double team have an Eric or cut, they'll find him inside and lay up. So they have to just make the right adjustments to get this thing back on track. And I know they will because Mike Budenholzer is a good coach. Um, I just want to see Game 7, man. But to be honest, NBA fans out there and Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast fans, let's be honest here. Whoever wins that series in the East is going to get bombarded and swept and embarrassed by Golden State because everybody is saying Golden State needs a Kevin Durant to win the NBA Championship. Didn't Golden State win without Kevin Durant the first year? So, Golden State knows how to play without Kevin Durant, and they play better without Kevin Durant, in my opinion, because they move the ball well. Stephen Curry's playing at a high level. Jamon Green could play point forward now. He they're moving the ball more. They're moving it, sent screens, diving to the basket. They ain't just standing, dribble, 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 watching Kevin Rant do his thing. They're setting screens, getting to the open lane, defecting the passing lane, setting screens, diving to the loose ball. So they're playing with chemistry and camaraderie, and Klay Thompson's playing at a high level. So whoever wins that series is not going to challenge Golden State. Golden State's going to sweep him because... Because Golden State is a championship contending team every year. And I'm not surprised if Golden State wins it this year. Because I predicted they're going to 3 pre. You know what I mean? I literally, me and Kevin Durant had an argument in a direct message. I know a lot of people say, oh, you're doing it for Clive. But this is an example. I told Kevin Durant congratulations on winning the NBA championship. And that was earlier in the season. Like, literally, game one of the NBA season. I tweeted him or DM'd him on Instagram. Congra- congratulations on winning the NBA finals, man. And he think, hey, man. We have to play this. We gotta see who wins this. Come on, bro. We all know you're gonna win. Y'all just lollygagging, playing around. Y'all gonna turn up in the playoffs. And he says something about my Lakers, um, saying that the Lakers three-peated, and everybody guaranteed them. But we just gotta play this out, man. And also, I told him he ruined the NBA. He said he loved you, loved me, and all that. But what I'm saying is, I told Cam Durant they're winning the NBA championship, and he got offended by that. It's predictable, bro. The NBA Finals is predictable. Golden State's going to win it. <clears throat> and they're going to be at the podium not not being excited like they did last year when they swept Cleveland. <clears throat> but uh, it's crazy, man, that Golden State's going to 3-peat. And a lot of the Lakers fans are going to be mad because they might beat the— that No 3-peat hasn't been done since the Lakers. Let me ask you this, Laker Nation. Sorry, excuse me. I was just drinking some water. It's all good. But anyway, in the NBA, every record is meant to be broken, like your nation. Like all these records that LeBron's breaking, he passed Kobe, passed Jordan. Why are you getting so mad? And part of the basketball, records are meant to be broken, like your nation, NBA fans out there. Like, for a perfect example, I guarantee you someone's going to break Kobe Bryant's record, 81. Someone's going to break Wilt Sherman's 100. Someone's going to break. Kobe's 12 three-pointers. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is all these records that are in history books, they're going to be broken. NBA records are meant to be broken. And somebody will break, as a franchise, the Celtics for 17 championships, which the Lakers are going to beat that because we're going to get back. Speaking of Lakers, we got to dive into some Lakers talk. Lakers are going to beat that record of 17. They're going to get 18 in a couple years because I know we're going to get superstars. Speaking of superstars, LeBron is recruiting superstars. Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving. And speaking of Kyrie Irving, LeBron James liked an Instagram post. Cuff the Legends is LeBron's trainer. He liked an Instagram post of Kyrie Irving jersey. Love it. It, it just feels like Kyrie Irving is going to be a Laker. <clears throat> it's going to be a Laker. He was, I know it. I'm, he was in L.A. LeBron's in L.A. They had dinner. They were spotted at an event in LA. He's having dinner with Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. But let me talk about the Kyrie Irving thing and I'll get into the Westbrook and Durant Um, real quick. Kyrie Irving and LeBron would work well. I think LeBron misses Kyrie and I think Kyrie misses LeBron. And shout out to my boy Isaiah Barber. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you... Excuse me. Didn't you say that the reason that Kyrie Apologized Because he misses LeBron And I think you're right Isaiah So Shout out to you man Kyrie Irving and LeBron Man I think they do Miss each other man So ha- Everybody that's listening to this Hashtag On LeBron's Twitter feed Hashtag run it back Hashtag get the band back together Because can you imagine Us getting Kyrie Irving LeBron Kuzma Ingram <clears throat> JaVel McGee And you could put Kyrie at the two and put Lonzo at the point because lo- what is Lonzo Ball's game? Point guard likes to facilitate, set screens, get rebounds, get his teammates involved. If Kyrie Irving is with this Laker team, how it is now with the fourth pick, you know how dominant we'll be. And everybody's making it seem like ma- making it seem like we're a bad organization. We're not a bad organization. It's just the media likes to make <clears throat> things bad and portray and all this good stuff. But it's not, none of that's true, man. It's like, they have nothing else to talk about, so they're making false storylines and fake rumors to get the media hyped and scream and yell and all this stuff, you know what I mean? So, I don't believe anything anybody says. But, but, speaking of the media, or speaking of Lakers, let me read you a quote, not a quote, an article from... S.B. Laker Nation. Monty, this is about when the Lakers interviewed Monty Williams. And I agree with Monty Williams. Monty Williams gained a lot of respect for Jeannie Buss for interviewing with the Lakers. And he feels bad when he sees the things being said about her and the organization in the media. What this is saying right here. Lakers front office is great. Jeannie Buss is good. So the media likes to create fake storylines. Like I said. It's just it's just a proven fact. Like, like the media likes to get everything hyped. You know what I mean? They just get like overhyped and like make fake storylines. The media has been talking about the Lakers for the past four or five months nonstop, and when they don't talk about the Lakers, <clears throat> they 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 lose ratings. And what made me think, okay, they're making fake storylines when Skip Bayless said, "Man, I miss talking about LeBron and the Lakers." That means that means you you. You love thriving off the Lakers, you love it. But what I'm saying is Monty Williams is right about what I read. About <clears throat> I already knew people respected Jeannie Bus. It just made the media made it seem like nobody respected her. She wasn't doing a good job. She's doing a great job. She's very smart at what she does. She's very smart in business. She's very smart at running an organization. <clears throat> and she Jeannie Bus is trying to get the Lakers legacy back to like her dad did Jerry Dr. Jerry Buss you feel me so when that happens we will get back to the championship containing team we're gonna get superstars like I keep saying it's like a repeat cycle but I trust trust this front office to the fullest man I'm telling you man winning solves everything like Kobe said it best all these past six seasons once we win the NBA championship it's gonna be well worth it and like he said we'll win a championship They're going to celebrate, praise us, and then two, three weeks later, they're going to hate us again. I agree. Because I remember when the Lakers won in 2009, we were getting praised and talked about. And, yeah, Lakers won a championship. Two or three weeks later, can can they repeat? I don't think they can. Lakers are old. They can't. Kobe's this. Kobe's that. We won it again. 2010. They celebrated us. Happy, joyful. Hell yeah. Let's go, Lakers. And then the media said, they can't repeat. And they... Like, what I'm saying is the media likes to, when you win a championship, you get praised and hyped. And congratulations And next week. Oh, they can't do it again. So, Laker Nation, relax. Stay patient. Stay motivated. We're going to get this thing back to the promised land. I know we will. And let's give like let's give Rob Pelinka a chance. Let's give Linda Ramos, Kurt Remis and let's give this new regime that's in the front office a chance, man. You Laker Nation, we you guys panic too much. I'm... I feel like I'm the most positive your fan on the internet. Y'all can, y'all have to believe me, but I feel like I'm the most positive your fan. Because when you have positive energy towards something, good things going to happen. But if you have negative things towards something, it's going to happen. So, master your energy. If you want positive energy around Likers, then go ahead. Throw that positive energy. And if you are saying negative things, stay away from me. Stay away from me. Because we're going to get this thing back to the championship containing team. And I know where we are. And once we do, I'll be at the Lakers parade. Guaranteed. But now let's talk about the Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook having dinner. LeBron's recruiting Anthony Davis. But I think it's also about Space Jam 2. Because you haven't really heard anybody be in Space Jam 2 yet. I think it's, he's talking about Westbrook and Space Jam. This for it it'd be kind of cool to have them in Space Jam 2. You know what I mean? So, LeBron's doing his due diligence of around everybody around Lake to get to the Lakers, and I will say this, Lakers will get a superstar July 1, oh, July 30th, not July 30th, June 30th, and we're gonna get this thing back to rolling, and uh, yeah, Laker Nation, I'm gonna end this Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast show, follow me on Twitter, Big Baby Jonathan, subscribe to my YouTube channel, I just posted a brand new video last night, it's a great one, go check it out subscribe to my YouTube channel big baby Jonathan follow me on t- follow me on Instagram big baby Jonathan underscore and until then NBA fans and big baby Jonathan sports podcast fan talk to you guys soon have a great night.